Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of An Axe to Grind. My name's Chris Gary, and with me is Trevor the Axe Gilmister. Mate, it's fair to say, I think, that you're already over the uh, grudge match, which I've tried to coin. <laughs> I don't oh. think you and Webby are helping me with that. <laughs> Between Bennett and Seabold, um, you're a bit sick of it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, because I've always... Not because the Seeb's in Wayne, but I mean, uh, I've always just, I'm, I can't come into the coaches. I mean, that's that's fine, but they're not on the footy field. It uh, doesn't matter what sport it is, and but they're going to maybe have a bit of banter during the week and it'll keep it all going. So it's good for uh, the news circles. That's about all. Oh, it's great. We've got to have something to talk yeah, about. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No dramas there. But they're not playing. No. Overrated coaches. Exactly right. Said that. No, no, right. No, 100% right. <laughs> So you you think that we in general overrate the impact of coaches? Yeah, I, yeah, I think so. And, and I've, I've been lucky enough to be on both sides, and I coach myself. And sometimes I, I think it's just how they roll out of bed uh, that day. And you can have the best prepared speech before the game and at halftime, and it doesn't um, you know just doesn't register. And and I, I yeah, it's just the way they roll out of bed, mate. And um, actually on game day. I think the coach is there to make a few changes. That's about it, mm. really, to be honest. Who is the best at those pre-game and half-time speeches oh, um, that, that you've seen? Yeah, well, I've seen blokes in different ways uh, go about things. Phil Gould is very good. He's a very good uh, orator and speaks very well. He um, was good. Arthur beats him when he punched the rubbing table one day. That was enough to get us all up, and uh, we won the second half pretty conventionally. <laughs> so what, what, tell us that story. <laughs> what happened there? Well, well, that was actually during Origin. And um, in 89, we had all those injuries, and we had, um, New South Wales went a bit hard. That, well, you know, Of course you go hard. Uh, and But Mel got a broken cheekbone. Um, Elf broke his leg. and Anyway, and I remember Arthur saying at halftime, they're going to town on you blokes, and you're copying it. And... Uh, and uh, he punched the rubbing table and it kind of half snapped in half. So we uh, <laughs> all got up fairly uh, quickly and <laughs> yeah. uh, couldn't wait to get out on the field. Yeah, 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 yeah. Enormous but human he, being. He, he, and he coached me at the Roosters and he just had that aura about him and you didn't want to let him down. So, I mean, but, um, I, yeah, I, I'm with you a bit though. Like, oh, you know, you, you shouldn't have to play for the coach, uh, but, you know, should for your own personal pride. Uh, it's about that. And, you know, and some blokes have different motivations. It's their family and, you know, they're watching them in the stands and stuff like that. But I, that didn't really phase me too much. I, I just didn't want I didn't want to let the blokes down around me. That was the mm. main thing because they're the blokes you train, you do all the pre-season with, you work hard, and, and you're really good mates uh, 90% of the time. So it's um, that was my motivation. Yeah. And, and I think it's changing a lot. So yeah. at the Broncos today... Um, it appears at some point in the next two weeks, Cody Nicarim yep. is going to leave. Now, the players, though, all say, that's fine. The, the, the Broncos yeah, yeah, this morning yeah, were just like, yeah. yeah, that's sweet. He's got to do what he can. And I was standing there thinking, hang on, this is a bloke who's quitting on you guys. Yeah, uh, yeah, but I mean, I, I can see both sides of the coin there too. Um, you know, the clubs are quicker get, to get rid of you. Yes, exactly. But, you know, I mean, so, and and, and I've been I've been in, in both sides. Um, so, I mean, and they're not going to, you know, don't, uh, de- I earn decent coin, or spit it out, um, you know, for long enough. So I mean, they got to to make the 
make hay while the sun shines, and and, and I think it's uh, sometimes it's the best thing for some players to move on. If if the coach doesn't see them as a you know the fit there to the club as well, and and we obviously we talk about salary caps and things like that. Some blokes are uh, on on seriously good money, and they need to move on to to make way for for mm. some of the younger blokes, and that's you know that's fair enough. And it kind of makes me laugh, you know, when they say, oh, blokes are. You know, played ten, you know, fifteen years at one club, and they should, you know, get um, uh, dispensation, you know, in the salary cap for those blokes. Well, mate, they've been on terrific money. Yeah. <laughs> a long, you know, and I love him to death, Cameron Smith. Yeah. Of course, you're going to keep him there for fifteen years because he's a great player. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's on top coin. Mm. You know what I mean? So, you know, he shouldn't. You know, I mean, he shouldn't get any leeway because he's. Um, That's a very good club. point you made. Because those yeah. those long service players are the better players. Hundred percent right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and sometimes a coach moves on. Craig Bellamy's been there the whole time he's been there. Yeah. Cameron Smith, so they've got that association. So yeah, anyway. Um, what are your thoughts on this uh, on the Broncos players? So my understanding is that. Um, basically, Cody Nicarima was told a couple of weeks ago mm. by Anthony Seabold that absolutely we, you know, we want you here yeah, this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. But in terms of Something's the future, changed probably. Yeah, well, yeah, in yeah, terms yeah, of the future, yeah. he told he told Cody he said going forward, Tom Dearden's our man long term. Okay. So yeah. from there, Cody's management has begun looking around. The Warriors yep. um, have been interested in a while. We yeah. reported that a few months ago. They've been keen on a while, and they've gone well. Actually, yeah, we will, and they've tabled an offer uh, last night. Yep. Um, Tom Dearden comes in. The Broncos are happy to release Cody, it appears. Yeah. Um, it's going to freak money up too as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, do you think that's a good move? I mean, Tom, he's got a lot of raps. He's only 18. Um, yeah. It almost seems to me like the the Broncos are playing for 2020, 2021 and are happy to sacrifice this year. That's, yeah, how, it, that's yeah. how it comes across to me. Yeah, well, it shouldn't be that way, should it, really, no. to be honest. Um, yeah, I, I mean... It's hard we know it in there and what, what the feeling is and what he's been actually told uh, to what they've told the media as well. But, um, yeah, he, he's got obviously good raps on him, the young fella. But um, like Cody, Cody um, obviously being a Kiwi, you know, as well, and, and they lost Sean Johnson last year and mm. a lot of the money probably comes into play there as well, salary caps and things like that. So, um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Uh, but that's that's footy, mate. It's a business, you know, and uh, it's a shame that happens that way. But um, as I said, I, I, you know, I'm on the kind of on the player side there as well. I mean, if they can get more money going somewhere else, uh, and they're not uh, doing it, you know, in a, in a uh, like devious way, like yeah. you know, in backhanded way. I um, mean, uh, good luck to him. Well, I mean, Jordan Carr, who he didn't want to leave. Exactly right, hundred right. percent right. Um, but he was told pretty bluntly that exactly you're right. not going to be playing first. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They did that to push him out. Exactly. Um, so, so yeah, oh, and I say it works both ways. I mean, you only have to look back at what uh, Jason Taylor did to Robbie Farah as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it's it's fascinating time at Red Hill, especially with this game coming up. But I mean, if they're two and. Five, mm-hmm. that's uh, not good. No, no, no. Um, and two and six, they would be. Or, or, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. After this weekend, yeah, two yeah, and six yeah, after yeah. This, if they but, lost, yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, yeah, it's probably it's a pretty, oh well, I, I say foreign place mm. for them to be the Broncos at this stage of the year, and you know some, you know, most of the time. So um, yeah, a lot of pressure on. Um, so I, yeah, you know, we keep. Hearing the you know the the young fellas they are young you know what I mean but that's that's what you that's what you you started with you know what I mean and, but and Sebes though he didn't say any, have any say really in the 
um, the roster. So I mean, but no. now now we start and obviously tinker with a few uh, things if if Cody does move on. So, um, but the good thing about this competition, if if you win, you know, oh, and I, I do believe a couple of teams will come out and win six, seven in a row. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I do believe that. So, I mean, and they could be one of them. Who knows? Well, by my calculations, and I'm terrible at maths, the Broncos can only lose another five games or they're out of the yeah. year. Yeah. So they've got, uh, I think it's basically they have to win 12 of their last 17. Yeah. Well, you know. Which is, I guess it's, doable. it's doable to yeah. make the eight, yeah. but, you know, with origin, et cetera, it's, it's, it's going to be touch and go. Yeah. Well, let's just get on to that game. Rabbitohs, Broncos. Who yeah, are you um, I'm leaning towards the Rabbitohs, mm. personally. Yeah, um, a lot of upheaval at Brisbane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they could, they could work both ways, too. Mm. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Broncos won, to be honest. But yeah, you've got to tip South. And, and of course, their defence at the moment, that's Wayne, one of Wayne's strengths is mate, getting, his sure, uh, getting right his defence. And I think they're playing pretty good that way. And they're, they're just kind of scraping in South at the moment, aren't they? You know what I mean? They're, but they're winning, winning Exactly right. Which yeah. Wayne teams tend to do a lot. Yeah. Not, not when... When you were playing, and not when Webby was playing either. Uh, like back back in those days, the Bronx would put fifty points on the teams a lot. You don't yeah, see that yeah. much these days. No, no, no. You don't, you don't see it a great deal every now and then. You will, do, won't you? Um, uh, Cows, Titans, both two two disappointing teams last week. Yeah. Um, your Titans fourteen nil lead. They were playing really well. And yeah. then, then what happened? Yeah, I, I mean, haven't. Um yeah, worked it out myself. To be honest, it was we we've been getting off to to good leads uh, and things like that, and and obviously just you know fade away a little bit. And um, and I know it's not a fitness thing; it's a concentration thing. You know the amount of penalties um, they you know you hear this sometimes, and about that they apparently said uh, the worst disciplined team in the competition. So you know, and I know Garth works really hard on that. So I mean, uh, there was a couple of uh, there's one there that uh, Jai Arrow come on down on top of the bloke and and, and the ball spewed out and he gave him a penalty. So anyway, but which which wasn't a penalty, but that's it's it, to interpretation. And you know as well as I do, Chris, if you want to go to interpretation of law, you could blow fifty penalties a game yeah. if you really want to. Yeah. If you're looking for penalties, you can. Um, well, that was no my issue that. with that Storm Warriors game, and that yeah. like the Warriors probably did deserve to be penalised, but. With that hold down on Jesse Bromwich, it was a hold down, yeah, but yeah, there was yeah. a thousand other hold exactly downs right. during yeah, the game that exactly weren't called. Right. No, exactly right. So, but I mean, yeah, but but when you when things are going against you, that's what happens. You'll you'll have that penalty against you, and all of a sudden it'll cost you. But yeah, but disappointing. Uh, the, and the cows obviously being disappointing as well. So that was uh, a bad loss. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, you know that Bulldogs team, like like you've said the whole time, it's pretty yep. clear Dean Pay can coach. He gets that team mm. up. You know, yeah. there's not a lot, a lot of. And they're on a young side. They're on a yeah. young side too. You well, know but I mean? but they didn't play well either. No, like no, they no, played pretty no. average. And you know, um, but so the, you know, the cows are uh, obviously smarting. So that'll be a tough game for the Titans up there. Um, so I, I, yeah, I just don't know. I, I went the Titans, but um, they have Jaris, uh, Jared Wallace back. Um, you know, and a couple other bikes are, might be a chance of coming back um, as well. So. Um, and a few blokes Keegan in both Graves, teams, pos- you know, possibly. Anyway. And a few blokes are playing in both teams that are playing for Origin jerseys too. Yeah, next, yeah. In the next couple of weeks. Yeah, exactly. Um, Sharks storm. Um, Sharks injury rubbish. Yeah, exactly. I can't, right. I can't yeah. see them. No, no, no. It's the Newtown Jets, basically. Yeah, no, no. You got to go the storm there. Uh, Raiders and the Panthers. Um, two interesting teams. I, I yeah. tipped the Panthers last week, and I, I was certain they were going to win. They didn't. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's yeah. I don't know. Yeah, uh, you just get. 
I think everyone just keeps waiting for them to turn the corner, don't mm. they? You know what I mean? And, and just go. It's a very long corner. Yeah, so. yeah. So I don't know. It's like a um, roundabout. And the Raiders got beaten last week by a good manly side. Yeah. You know what I mean? Really good manly side. Um, so I, I expect uh, the Raiders to bounce back. Have you had much to do with Desi apart from taking his head off? Because like <laughs> like, honestly, he's, he, I, don't, I don't get it, but he's got yeah. something about him that he yeah, seems yeah. to be able to get teams up. Yeah, yeah. And he's a quirky and, and uh, I've, had a beer with him in the sheds, uh, actually, when it was a double header. Manly played uh, the Broncos and the Titans played the Bulldogs after the game. So at, at Suncorp a few years ago. So, uh, yeah, and he's, and uh, even the Bulldogs players, uh, the boys at the time, Clemmer and them, uh, give me a hard time about, about that because you watch everything on bloody YouTube nowadays. That's yeah. Can't you? Anyway, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, he's a, he's a different character. There's, there's no doubt about that, but yeah, good fella. For those who don't know, just Google uh, Gilminster and uh, oh. Hasler. Uh, YouTube, <laughs> and one of the best uh, clotheslines of all time oh. will pop up. Uh, so, Seagulls, the Bulldogs, you're tipping the Seagulls, I'm assuming? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the next game there. And then we've got the Roosters and the Tigers. Yeah. Um, the Tigers, impressive second half. Yeah. But, I mean, they were coming off a flogging, so you'd yeah, hope Yeah, no, exactly up. right. I, I, I knew it would be tough for the Titans after getting pumped by Parramatta the week before the mm. Tigers, you know, so I knew that would be a tough game for them because they would have had a rocket up them. They only had five-day turnaround, which was probably the best thing ever happened to them. So it would been light training week, um, you know. So, yeah, yeah. I, the Roosters, mate, they just they look like they got, you know, plenty of depth. Um, and they're not. They're not playing out of their skin either, the Roosters. No. Um, you know, but, yeah, I expected the Roosters to win that game. Yeah. Uh, Jake Friend, massive blow, though. Yeah, it is. Exactly right. Victor Radley's yeah, a good yeah, hooker, actually. Yeah. Uh, Warriors and Knights, this is in Auckland. Um, a bit tough to pick, the Knights. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I've kind of – the Warriors, obviously, at home, different, but they've got a few injuries, too, the Warriors. I, I know possibly have a few back, um, but, um, you know, for Tahu Harris at – at five eight last week, um, it almost kind of worked, didn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it simplifies everything. Mm. You don't see these plays out the back, second man out the back all the time, and they run a bit more straighter and harder. So, uh, yeah, but the Knights uh, got to show me that they can back up from last week. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, you know, because Nathan Brown's job's on the line. Uh, I thought Danny Levi, he showed he yeah, showed a lot yeah. of talent. Oh, I've yeah. always thought he was He's a good, good little player. player yeah. yeah. Um, and we end on a really good game, actually. The Eels and the Dragons. I thought the Dragons were a bit unlucky on Anzac Day. I, I thought the Roosters were there to be beaten in the second half. A few drop balls just cruel their chances. Yeah, I tossed and turned on this game. Uh, it'll be yeah, it'll be interesting. And the Eels, you know, how hot and cold are they? Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, the Dragons obviously um, have a, a bit more consistency about them, and that's the only reason you'd go for the Dragons. But, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Para won at, at, at their new ground as well. Mm. You know what I mean? So obviously they, they want to make that a fortress. That's what they'll say. That's what they'll say at, you know, at their club and training, that they want to make that a, a really big game. But, um, yeah, not real sure on that one. And who's winning at the tips at the moment? Oh, it's a it's a carve up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think you are, aren't you? Yeah, I think I'm you're in just front. ahead. But he, he did pretty front. well. When, I'm in um, front. When I tip for him, he doesn't. <laughs> <it right. laughs> uh, well, that'll do us. Thank you for listening again, guys. We're back next week with an axe to grind. An Axe to Grind is a production of Seven News Brisbane. Hosts are Trevor Gilmister and Chris Gary. Executive produced by Sally Eels and graphics by Paul O'Leary.